All right, so starting Daf Zayin, we're at um, the very beginning of the Daf. Ad, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer. So we had a machlekes over here, whether or not we can trap Ishus or Achbarim from a stay Elon. So the Tanakhama held you can trap from a stay Elon and a stay Lavan. And the Chachamim, who's going to be Rabbi Yehuda, we're going to see right now, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, when we requote the Mishnah, we say Rabbi Yehuda. In the Mishnah, we said Bechachamim, it's really Rabbi Yehuda. You see there's a gears on the side of the Mishnah, we said it's Rabbi Yehuda as well. Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, Misteya Ilan Kedarkai, that you can clear these Kedarkai, okay, the regular, normal way. You don't have to do a Shinoi, right? That's what we're saying. Is the question here, do I have to do a Shinoi? Either way, you're allowed to clear it. Uh, do I have to do a Shinoi? So he says, Misteya Ilan Kedarkai, Okay, don't waste time with a shinoi. Don't try to do alternate sort of things. We'll see exactly what a shinoi is because these things are very bad. The ishus and the akbar are very damaging for your stay elon. However, misteya lavan for a wheat field, it's not so bad, says Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore do it with a shinoi. Okay, so therefore, misteya elon kidarka, misteya lavan shalai kidarka. That was Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Tanarabanan. So now, what is ketzad kidarka? How do you set up a trap kidarka? So, you dig a pit. You hang a trap in it. Okay, that is the normal way. Dig, hang a trap. So what is the Shiloi Kedarka way? Where you shpud, so you don't actually dig with a shovel, but rather what you do is you take a, uh, a skewer, a, a stick, okay, and you shove it in the ground, and you hit it with a hammer. That is how you make a hole. You move the earth from under. Okay, so that is the way to, to make a hole in the ground, and Rashi says, Okay, that what you actually do is you, 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 you actually kill the animals this way. That you take a hammer with a stick and you go into the ground and burrow into their holes where they're hiding and you crush them. And that is the uh, way. However, Right, so when we're saying that you're using the stick to push into the ground, the normal way would be take a shovel, dig, put a trap there. That's the easier way. And then they come to the trap, whatever you put in a bait in the trap, and they come to the trap. Here, you got to go find their holes uh, uh, with a hammer and a stick and, and, and dig down and crush these creatures. However, that's Rashi. The other Rishon, the Rambam, says that we're only talking about this hole with the hammer and the stick is just to make the hole. Question is, can I dig normally, or can I, do I have to make the hole by putting the stick in? But the, the other Rishayim and the Shochanar says this as well, that you don't have to actually have to crack, crush the animals. You can, once you have that hole, you can then put a normal trap there. We're just talking about how to dig. So again, if you have to dig with a shinoi, um, dig with a stick and a cardum. Okay, you don't have to actually crush, like Rashi says. Fine, Tanya. We have over here, Tanya, I think this is Rishim and Elazar, or change of Elazar. Rebelezer ben Yaakov, who was the consistent with the Tana, Tanaim that we've had, Rebelezer ben Yaakov we had in the last mission that we had earlier. So, Kisha Amru Misdei Lavan. So, when we said that you can get rid of these rodents from your Stei Lavan, Shalai Kedarka, Eloi Amru Elo Bistei Lavan Hasmucha Le'ir. By the way, that which we said, that when there's a Stei Lavan, okay, that we can do it, uh, you have to do it Shalai Kedarka, okay, so, that is only on the stale But if it's next to a field, afilu kedarka. So you could even do it kedarkai, right? Like we said, meaning we had a machlekes tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda. Do you have to do a shinui? When it comes to a stale and everybody holds you don't need a shinui. The question is a stale love on where it's not as damaging. Do you have to have a shinui? Rabbi Yehuda said yes. And now we're saying we're, we're qualifying that. We're saying 
that when we said that a stelam and you have to use a shinoi because it's not such a dire situation when you have these rodents encroaching, that is only if it's a stelam and a smuchal ear. I will be stelam and a smuchal and stay elon. However, if the stay lavan, yes, the stay lavan itself is not so bad, but if it's next to the stay elon, I feel kedarkai. Okay, you could even get rid of these rodents. Kedarka, you don't have to mess with the uh, hammer and the pole to make holes. Okay, Shema Yetsu Mistehalavan Ilanis, right? Because it's too close. So if you have a Stehilavan right next to a Stehilan, we said everybody agrees Stehilan's a major problem. You don't have to do, you, you could do a Kedarka, you don't have to do a Shinoi trap with a Shinoi. You can just get rid of them the normal way. So if the Stehilavan, which is not so dire, is right next to a Stehilan, then we say it is in fact a dire situation and um, you don't have to trap these animals with a Shinoi. Okay, Umakrinus Hapirza Be So we said that you can repair a broken. Uh, you know, a hole in the fence, b'mayid. So now, ketzad makrin, how, when the Mishnah said that you're allowed to repair a fence, we said two things. We said, in the Mishnah, makrin has appeared to b'mayid, on chalamayid, uveshviyiz b'ne kedarkai. And on shmita, you could build normally, which we'll have to address. So now, ketzad makrin, of yesif amar b'hutza v'dafna, when we said you could repair the fence, we mean with like twigs. We don't mean actual like brickwork. You can't, Go ahead and do a construction project. We mean you could just patch the hole temporarily by putting in twigs or something. It's some sort of uh, uh, making sure that nobody falls into your uh, property by accident, right? So it's, it's a, a demarcation. So we just make some sort of makeshift fence, but it's not actually an effective uh, fence for preventing, um, preventing people from uh, you know, climbing over it or it doesn't <coughs> provide great security. It's just something. Masisatana. And in the Brisa, we say, or in the Brisa, learn that how could you make the fence? Again, tsar bitzrur, so you're not doing normal fence, you can put rocks on top of rocks, so you can put bricks up, but you can't cement the bricks in. Okay, so again, some partial uh, measure. Amar of Chista, by the way, this that we said, you cannot build a fence on the Mayid, is Leishanu Elo Kaisal Hagina. This refers to building a fence around your garden. Why? Because your garden, what are they going to take? If somebody walks into your garden, because either they don't realize or they don't care, they walk into your garden through the hole in the fence. Okay, they don't have to climb over over anything. Okay, they walk in. So what are they going to take? They're going to take some vegetables. Okay, big deal. So you're not, your loss is not, it's a, it's a hefsen muat. And therefore, we're not going to allow you to do regular, you know, real work. Go ahead and just do some sort of patchwork, either hutzabadafna or just put up the stones, don't cement them. Do something temporary because what, what's your, your loss is very little. But the wall for your chatzer, which is preventing real people from coming in and stealing your jewelry, then, so if Chista comes and says, you can build a regular fence for your house. That is only where the Mishnah said, Mishnah said you can re- repair a fence on, on the Mayim. And we said this repairing of the fence, Rav Yosef said, or in the Brisa was some sort of partial measure of repairing the fence. That is only where you're pre- trying to prevent a little bit of theft from your Gina, but from your house. So to make sure nobody steals your jewelry on Yantif. So then you could build a real fence. Okay? Why wouldn't I think you're like the, the, by, the, um, by the garden or by the, uh, by the fence, I would of the field, I would understand, because like, by Shemitah, you, you, I can understand as far as the laws of Shemitah, why would I think you're not allowed to build a wall for your house? For, we'll have to, yeah, we'll get there. Wait, perfect, very good. The Gemara's going to say that very soon. Okay, let me say Right now, we're just dealing with the Mayid aspect of it. We're going when we get okay. So let's let's get there. Let me say So first, before we get there, though, we're going to try to bring a raya to the Rav Chista that you're allowed to build a regular fence 
if it's to protect your house. A wall that leans over into Rishus Rabbim. You can destroy it, so it's a leaning wall, not very good. So we'll say that you can... You can destroy the fence and rebuild it. If it's leaning, you can demolish it and rebuild it because it's a sakana. So we see with a raya that when the situation calls for it, you're allowed to build an actual fence. So the Gemara says, one second. That's sakana. We're here, we're talking about theft. Right now there's three categories. There's stealing from a garden, a little bit of theft. There's stealing from your house, a lot of theft. And then there's real sakana. People might get injured or die. Yeah, so I understand just because we allow you for sakana doesn't mean we're going to allow you to prevent... Theft of your valuables from your house. No raya. They get the army. Or some actually ask us as a kasha. Toshima, we learn, in, right, learn from Rabbi So what do we see from here? That again, if a wall is leaning, present, prevents, it, it presents a sakana, you're allowed to demolish the wall and rebuild it. We see the Bryce gives you a built-in reason when you're allowed to, you know when you're allowed to build a fence? You're allowed to build a fence only when it's a sakana, which sounds like to prevent theft of your valuables, you can't build a fence. So you, Rav Chista, are wrong. So let's say it's a Kashmir of Chista, this will answer, no, there it says you're allowed to do two things. We said when there's a Sakana, you can demolish the fence and rebuild. Right, so only with a Sakana am I allowed to demolish the fence and rebuild. But when it's to prevent theft of valuables, maybe I'll allow you to just build, rebuild the fence that had fallen down on its own. Okay, so we have no kasha on Rav Chista. We have no raya to Rav Chista from this case. Okay, either way, Rav Chista said his freestanding did. Now, the Gemara is now going to ask, So I don't understand. Over there, we said we have a leaning fence that, that presents a, a sakana. So how do I deal with the sakana? Just knock down the fence. Why am I allowed to rebuild the fence? If your whole problem is sakana, so once I knock down the fence, I'm good. So the Gemara says, You know why? Because the guy needs a fence. It's leaning over. He wants the fence. So if it's a sakana and we tell him, go knock down the fence to get rid of the sakana, but then he's going to be left fenceless, he's not going to knock down the fence. And therefore, because we need him to knock down the fence, because the sakana will allow him to rebuild it after he knocks it down. Now, Amar Ravashi, to our point here, Raya from our Mishnah, Masnisin Nami Deka, our Raya is, our, our Mishnah is a Raya, Dikatani, because we said, Uvashvias Baina Kedarka, here we go. Okay, we said that, Bishvias, you're allowed to build a fence normally. Okay, so now, Dehecha, what type of fence are we talking about? Ilema Dechatzer. So if you wanted to say that, Makrin, we said, sorry, our Mishnah said, Makrinus appeared to Mamayid, you can fix the fence, the Mayid, but on Shemitah, you can build it normally. What type of fence are we talking about? If we're talking about a fence, the Hecha, Ilamid, the Chatzar, if we're talking about a fence of a Chatzar, so then Srikha Lameymar, why would our Mishnah have to talk about a fence around the Chatzar at all? Why on Shemitah would there be any sort of Havamina that you couldn't build a fence on Shemitah? For your Chatzar? Well, what Shaykhis? Right? There's only an issue of working the fields. Elamai, our whole Mishnah must be talking about Elalav Digina. Our whole Mishnah, where we said you could repair a fence, 
right? We're talking about fences. It's only a fence of a garden. So now, like this. So we're saying you can repair the fence, like we said, because, and Rav Chista came along, rightly so, because our Mishnah has to be talking about a fence of a Gina, and said, by the way, this the only time we will only allow like a minor repair to the fence is, chutzer, is, a, chutzer, is a fence of a Gina. But if it's a fence of a Chatzar to prevent theft, then we'll allow real building. And I, if so, by Shemitah, why are we coming and saying you could build a fence? Ah, oh, that's because like this. So nothing to do with the Isser of working the fields, having to do with the Isser of on Shemitah, not, you're not going to work the fields, but also you, the, the fruits that you have in your fields are hefker for everybody. So if you build a fence around it, you're essentially protecting it and you're cordoning it off from the Robin, from people coming to take the Hefka fruits, so you might think you're not allowed, Kamash Malan will allow you to build a fence on a Gina, and that's the Chiddush there. Again, Gina. So we have a Raya. Now let's move on. Okay, so now um, we're, we've been dealing so far with Cholmai, um, meaning a lot, of, a lot of different things. Okay, meaning a lot of different, we, we had it uh, meeting, um, meeting Tuma. we had it, okay, so now we're going to, now, Cholamayd um, is going to, we're going to introduce Mitzayra into the picture over here. So we discussed Mitzayra, if you remember, back in good times of Megillah, Daf Ches, okay, Ein Bain, Mitzayra, Musker, and if you remember that, Sugya, about a month or so ago. And now, a month, one month later, just to make sure everybody remembers it, so the Gemara is going to bring um, Mitzayra into Cholamayd. Okay, so over here, let's just, a couple things, uh, quickly, let's just... <clears throat> Discuss. So we know that there is the normal process in Mitzera is a guy would show up to a kain, right? He would he would see something strange on the skin. Let's say Mitzera de Gufay. We'll get to other types of Mitzera later. Mitzera de Gufay. He sees something on his skin. He calls the kain in and says, "Okay, kain, I've got something on my skin." And the kain looks at it, okay, and he will say, "Okay, we'll put you in quarantine, right? In quarantine." So he goes into quarantine for a week. Okay, that's called the Mitzera Musgar. Goes into quarantine for a week. Comes back and the kain sees if it if it has grown or not, okay. And um, based on the situation, there's really a couple different options. Either he can come and say it's tar, okay. He can come and say, okay, I think it's tummy. Put you in quarantine for another week, okay. And then again, if it still looks tummy or if it meets if it has grown meets whatever the requirements that are listed in the Torah, then he will at that point call him a mitzera muchlot, okay. Now a mitzera. So we're going to have to understand there's a machlekes. What's the difference? So the question is, what's the difference between Mitzayra Musgar and Machlot? Right? When you're in quarantine, what's the difference between quarantine versus being Tameh? So there is a machlekes Rishayinim. In fact, if you remember the Gemara we discussed in Megillah, it said, Ein bein Mitzayra Musgar Machlot ela prima ufria bilvat. That it's just a difference whether they have to grow their hair and uh, tear kriya. Sounds like for everything else it's the same. And that's the way Tesis learns, which basically means and that's not the way our sugi is going, at least according to Rashi. Because according to this, is going to, how to learn the rest of the sugi is going to be complicated. But we'll understand, and you have to answer the aim bane, which they do. And so long Tesis learns the sugi differently. But let's at least just learn according to Rashi's shot. According to the way Rashi understands, that a Mitzayra Musker, there's going to be two things, that, two differences that we have to highlight between a Mitzayra Musker and a Mitzayra Mokhlot. Meaning quarantine versus he's tummy. That, that is number one. A Mitzayra Muskar, it's counterintuitive, but a Mitzayra Muskar is usher to his wife. A Mitzayra Muchlat is mutter to his wife. Now, once the Mitzayra, who's Muchlat, starts the Tara process, he's cured, 
he then becomes usher to his wife throughout the Tara process. So Musker, it's counterintuitive, Musker, quarantine, usher to his wife, but if he's Tameh, then he's mutter to his wife, and then as he's going through the Tara process, he becomes usher to his wife, again, according to Rashi. Taisus argues, he says, Musker and Mokhlet Einbein, he learns the Einbein literally, Einbein, and therefore, whether Musker or Mokhlet are going to be usher. But like I said, for the purpose of our circuit, let's learn it like Rashi. Number two is, what, what happens during quarantine, are you, are you tummy? We know that a mitzvah that is tummy has to go outside of the shalish machanais. Okay? So Rashi holds that somebody who is muskar, when you're in quarantine, so you do not have to go out of the shalish machanais. When you are, when you are muchlet or confirmed, that you have Taras, then you have to go outside of the Gimel Machras. Again, that's Rashi Pshat, Taisus argues, he says, Ein bain, only for your Vrima. Okay, that's what we're going to understand those two things. Now, so that's, that's the backdrop of, where, of, of how we begin the Sugya. Now, one important point is that a, the ability for Taras, it's not a technical meets the book specs. It's up to the Das Kain. Okay, we need, in order to become Tameh from Taras, the Kayin needs to pronounce you tummy. Okay, so, like this. Zak the Mishnah. We will see Nigayim Lahakal. What does that mean? That you'll go ahead and call the Kayin in. If you think you have something, if you're Tahar, he'll tell you you're Tahar. And if you're Tame, you know what he'll tell you? Nothing. He'll keep quiet. He's not going to pronounce you Tame. Okay, it says, Rameir, we can call the Kayan in and get him for my, for, on Mayed, right? Why? Because if he pronounces you Tameh, that is a, that's a problem. It's going to be Minas from Simchas Yantif. Okay? Rashi says. Okay, so the Kayan is going to come in. If it's Tahar, good. I know I'm Tahar. Yay, good. I get to enjoy the rest of my Yantif. And if you're Tameh, then uh, we don't tell you. Now, I just want to point out that according to a mayor, and according to the way that Mepharshim explain it, there's still some sort of tsar, right? Because you know you're not tar, right? Process of elimination. The kain keeps quiet. I know I'm Tameh. But he hasn't pronounced me Tameh, so I don't have to keep the halachas of Tameh. So there's still some sort of, you know, not great situation, okay? And we're going to get into this in the Gemara a little bit. And in fact, if you look, the next mission is going to discuss, can you bury the bones of a parent? that gets reinterred, I find bones. And over there, Oid, and it's interesting, Mishnah, on Ches, the Mishnah says, Ve'oid amur ameyer, melaket atzames aviv. And the reasoning we say you're allowed to do it is even though there's a certain sadness when you go ahead and bury the bones of your parents, still, because you're doing it on Yantif, it's not enough sadness to get rid of your simple setif. So, so too, the Mepharshim learn over here that even though going according to Rameyer, I'm going to allow you to see Negayim. We'll see where says, don't see him at all. We'll see that's the next week. Rameyer says that allow you to see Nugayim. If it's Tahar, then you're happy. I'm Tahar. If I don't, the Kayin doesn't say anything, it's not enough sadness to be a problem, but you don't say Tameh because that's going to be, that's going to ruin your Yantif. So as long as we don't say anything, it won't ruin your Yantif. That's the way Rameyer learns. Right? We don't say anything. says, We don't see it at all. Now, Let's bring some color to this. Zakta Gemara. Tanya, Rameir, Aimer, Rainus and Agaim, Lahakalab, Lay the Hachmer, Rabiesi, Aimer, Lay the Hachmer, Lay the Hachmer. Why? Says Rabiesi. Shimata Niskak Loy, Lahakal, Niskak Loy the Hachmer. You can't have it both ways. If you're calling in the Kayin and he's coming to adjudicate this, to look at the Taras to see whether it's Tameh or Tar, 
he needs to be able to say both ways, Tahor or Tame, and therefore, since we don't want him saying Tame, don't bring him in at all, says Rebbezi. Amar Rebbe. So Rebbe says like this, Nirin Devera Meir Bemuskar. So again, when you're in quarantine, you're Musgar, so then we're going to go like our mayor saying we can see the Nagayim. When, when, when um, you are already Tameh, then I'm going to go like Rabbi and say, don't bring the guy in at all. Okay, now we're going to have to understand this. But let's first, because there's going to be two versions of Rebbe, conflicting versions of Rebbe, it gets a little complicated. So let's wait to explain this until later. Let's first just address one point, one caveat says Rava, I'm a Rava. Bitahar. So let's say which one of the three stages, right? Again, a guy is calling in the kain. At any one of three stages, the kain has to come. The guy is completely tahar right now. No, he's not in quarantine. He doesn't know. He calls in the kain. Do I have something? The kain would then either put him in quarantine, say tame, or say no. It's totally fine, right? But the point is, he's tahar. I would also call in the kain for the second time, meaning I'm already in quarantine. Now, can I get out of quarantine? Am I tame or I tahar? Right? And then I would call in the kain if I, even if I was confirmed tame. If that process, if you were confirmed Tameh, you would have to call on the Kayin to basically declare you Taras free. Okay, you're out. So at what point are we talking about? The Mishnah just says you call the Kayin, you don't call the Kayin. Remember, says you call the Kayin for to your list of the Torah. Now, at what point are we calling in the, the, the Kayin, the Mayin? So he says like this. If the guy is currently Tahar, then everyone's going to agree. You don't call the Kayin at all. Right? Because you're not in the process. And therefore, you're totally good now. We want you to enjoy Yantif. Don't call the guy in. Period. Just push him off. Wait a week. Next. Behesker. And we're going to get into this really. It's really the end of today's half, but we're going to do it tomorrow to get into like this, the fact that we see we could play around with this man over here. Okay? Now. Behesker Rishain de Kuliyama Pligi de Chazi. So again, there's two quarantines, right? The, the Kayin comes. He, let's say before, a week before the Maid, he looks at him and he says... Okay, uh, a week before the maid, he calls the Kayin, and the Kayin says, okay, I see something here, looks like a nega, we'll put you on quarantine. Now he's going to come back again, okay, he's in quarantine anyway. So, okay, everyone's going to agree that you go ahead, meaning because what's the Kayin going to say? It still looks bad, lock you up for another week. Well, anyways, you're locked up on Yonta for a week, and if he says you're tar, you're good. Your worst case scenario is another week of quarantine, which you're in quarantine anyway, this is the way we're understanding it. And your best case scenario is tar. So you have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain. So you might as well, everybody agrees, call the Kayin in. No matter what, you might as well. Okay, what's the machlekes between Ramey or Yesi? That is, kipligi basker sheni. When it's your second quarantine, meaning here's where the rubber reads the road. Okay, you're now in second quarantine. You could make your situation worse or you could make your situation better. So do they call the Kayin in? Rameyer says, mar savar b'kayin talyum milsa. So our mayor says we can leave it totally in the Kayin. E Tahar, Amar Le Tahar. Right? Because anyways, you're in quarantine now. So if you're Tahar, good times. You're now free. To, you're free. You're Tahar for Yantif. The E Tameh, and if you're Tameh, Shasek. So fine. Anyways, you're in quarantine. So I'll just keep quiet. We'll continue the quarantine. You're no worse off than you were before. And if you're Tahar, you're good. That's our mayor, Shita. Umar, Savar, Rabiesi says no. Letara, Letamek, Siv. Once you call the Kayin in, it's got to go either way. And theoretically, he, he, if you allow him to come, to come in and see, to visit him, to be Tahar, he could also come in to visit and be Tame. Meaning there's no third quarantine. So after quarantine two, he's got to make a choice. Left or right. Tahar or Tame. So our mayor there, that's where the Machlikis that's where the machlekes over here intersects. 
The Rameyer says, okay, well, you got to make a decision, Tar or Tamei. If he's Tar, good times. If he's Tamei, he's bad. So call him in and only listen to Tar. And Rebbe says, no, you can't pick. Either you're calling him in, you're calling him all the way. Good. Now, Amar Mar. So let's get back to that one. Th- he doesn't. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree that just because you listen to huh? There's a that says do this. That's the way he learns the. He learns the. Yeah, but according to him, it's optional. Meaning, I, I can Latari, Latamai, that would be in normal times, but we see the exclusion. Again, it's Tully and the Das Kain. That's the way, that's what Rameyer holds. Since it's, it was given over, and we'll see from other people, it was given over to the Das Kain, so then he could just keep quiet. Amar Mar. So now let's get into this one thing. This is where it's going to be a little complicated. So Amar Mar, we said in the Bible before, Nirin, uh, Amar Rebbe, Nirin Divir Rebbeisi B'Mochlot. So again, we have a machlekes. Rabbi Yaisi holds, don't, see, don't look at all. Don't call the Kayin in. And Rameir says, call the Kayin in. So Amar Rebbe, nirin deriver Rabbi Yaisi b'machlet. That when the guy's Tomei, so then don't call him in at all. V'divir Rameir b'muskar. But when the guy's in second quarantine or quarantine, right, that's how Rava qualified the machlekes. We're not discussing first quarantine. We're not discussing Tahar. We're only discussing, okay, uh, second quarantine. So, Rebbe says like this, Nirin, now, according to the way, I just want to preface this, the Ritzvah learns that Rebbe does not agree to this concept, sort of what you were asking, that in, that was the way the Gemara started, was explaining Ramei or Shita that it's completely optional. That for the purposes of understanding this Gemara, this is Rebbe, Rebbe says Nirin, Rebbe does not hold that in Rameir you could have the Kayim come, and if he's Tahar, he says Tahar, and if he's Tameh, then you keep quiet. That for the purposes of Rebbe Shita, this is Rebbe now, he, he, if he comes in for one, he's got to come in for the other. Okay? So let's go with the understanding here that we have to deal with no matter what the client's going to say, either way, Tau or Tamari, Tame, no matter which Mandamar you hold like. So now, Amar Mar, Amar Rebbe, Nirin Divir Rebbe So again, if the guy is Bemuchlot, he's already Tame as a Mitzayrah, so then don't call the Kayin in. Vidivir Rameir Bemuskar. But if he's in quarantine, then call the Kayin in. That's one Rebbe. Frek the Gemara v'hatanya ipcha. I we have a Brisa that learns it the other way. That says, you know what? Rebbe holds nirin rameyer be muchlot. The nirin rebiyasi be muskar. Okay, so we have completely conflicting limudim of Rebbe. There's two versions of Rebbe that are completely conflicting. <coughs> so the Gemara says, Tanoihi, it's a machlekes tanayim, aliba de Rebbe. So like this. Mar Savar. So we have, again, we have two versions of Rebbe. One version, or the second version that we had of Rebbe, which is Nirin Rameir B'Mukhlet, and Nirin Rebbeisi, meaning when he is currently Tameh, then we'll call on the Kayin. Nirin Rebbeisi B'Muskar. When he is in quarantine, we don't call on the Kayin. We have another version of Rebbe that says the complete opposite, which is, we'll go like Rameir, we'll call on the Kayin B'Muskar, we won't call in the Kayin B'mochot. Okay? So we have to understand. So what is the logic that determines these two versions of Rebbe? So Mar Savar, in one version of Rebbe, this is Niran Rameir B'mochot. So then, Savsa Da'alma Adif. Okay? So here's the, here's the question. Okay? Is it better to spend, hang out with your wife on Yantif? Spend time with your wife? Or to hang out with the boys in Fabrank? That's the question. Good question. All right? So, Aliba Darav, Ali, right? So Aliva, that, that's the kasha over here. Aliva the Rebbe, Mar Savar Tzavsa Da'alma Adif. So one version of Rebbe holds that we want you to be able to hang out with the guys, Fabrang. Make sure you can go to all the Kiddushim you can 
on Yontif. Umar Savar Tzivsa de Ishtay Adif. That to spend time with your wife on Yontif is better. There's the question. Both legitimate answers. Okay, so how do we explain this? The Gemara does not explain this at all. Rashi explained this. So let's now, let's, let's just talk this out. So again, Aliba, let's go for the first one. Tzivsa de Alma Adif, right? Hanging out with your friends is better. So now, we said, that's the second version of Rebbe, which means that Nirin Rameir B'Mochot. So where the guy is Tame, right now, the guy is Tame. So, let's say, we said the halacha is, if the guy is Tame right now, call the Kayin in. Let's listen to what he says. Either he says Tame or Tar. Again, we're going like Rebbe, that Rameir, you don't get to pick and choose. He's going to say Tame or Tar. The halacha is going to be like Rameir if the guy is currently Tame. Why? Because if the Kayin comes and says, you continue, you were Tame, you're still Tame. Right? You're calling in the Kayin during your Tame times. So I'm still Tame. So then, you're, you're no worse than you are now. Okay? And if the Kayin says Tar, guess what? I can come back from Mechutz Lamachana and I can hang out with my friends for Yantif. I'm going to be also to my wife for the seven days of the Tara process, but who cares? Sivta, right? What's better? We said this, right? What is, we said that when you're Tame, you're mother to your wife. When you are Tahar, as you're going through the Tahara process, you become usher to your wife. It's counterintuitive, okay? So therefore, over here, the guy's currently Tame. If the Kayin comes and says you're Tame, same as I am today, I don't lose anything, so might as well hear the Kayin. And if he says Tahar, guess what? I become usher to my wife, but who cares? Because I get to hang out with my friends. But isn't he still Tame? He, he's, yeah, but he's, once he is Taras free, he can come back into the Machana. Yeah, but he's so Yeah, but he, he, has, he has, correct, and he has to count seven Tahara days, but he can come, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it's part, he's going, he's in the middle of the Tahara process, okay? So now, right, so I hang out with my friends, but, however, if, but, if I'm talking about a guy who's in quarantine, ah, now I got a problem. Again, Rashi holds that whilst in quarantine, you don't have to be sitting the Chutzla Machana. So this version of Rebbe says that we're going to go like, we're going to go like Rebbe Yesi, we're going to go like Rebbe Yesi, be Muskar. Because right now, I'm in Muskar, I'm in quarantine, meaning I can hang out with my friends. I don't have to go Chutzla Machana. Okay? I, I'm usher to my wife. Okay, fine. But if he comes and says, Tame, yeah, I'm going to be usher to my wife, but I'm going to be usher to my friends. Can't hang out with my friends. And therefore, that's worse. Okay, so that is this version of Rebbe number one. Umar Savar The second version, where, meaning the second version of Rebbe, where we say the halacha is like Rameir ben Muskar holds the So again, when he's a Muskar, okay, I'm Usr. When I'm a Muskar, I'm Usr to my wife, ostensibly. Mashi says it speaks a little bit differently, but again, um, when I'm a Muskar, I'm in quarantine right now, I'm Usr to my wife. If the Kayin comes along and says, you're, you're, if the Kayin comes along and says, you're Tahar, okay? So then I'm going to be happy because I'm Tahar. I'm going to be usher to my wife, but I'm going to be happy because that, that beats that out. Because I'm Tahar. Lamaisa, that's good news to get, is that you're Tahar. i got to be Tahar, and sometimes I'm Tahar. If the Kayin comes and says that you're Tame, that's still good news. Because even though I'm Tame, I still get to be with my wife. Right now, Rashi holds that when I'm a Muskar, if I'm currently Muskar, Right? I'm currently Muskar. So yeah, I'm going to have to go Michot Samachana. I'm not going to be able to hang out with my, with my buddies for bringing with them, but I'll get to be with my wife when I'm a Muchot. Okay? And therefore, in this version of Rebbe, we're saying what's better? Hanging out with the wife is better. Wife vacation is better than a boy's trip. Okay? So therefore, 
So, so therefore, it will say that the halacha is like Rameyer, see it anyway when you're a muskar. But halacha kerbiyesi the mochlet. When you're a mochlet, okay, so if I am Tame right now, I'm mutter to my wife, don't, don't bring the kayin in. Because if the kayin comes and says, Tame, yeah, you're right, you continue. But if the kayin comes and says, Tahar, then I come usher to my wife. And in this version of Rebbe, Tzavsa de Ishtai Adif, it's better. And therefore, Nirin Reb Yaisi Bemuchlet, Nirin Rameyer Bemuskar. That is the din. Okay, so now, Frakti Gemara, Lememra. Now we're just going to do some cleanup over here. Well, we already know. Lememra, Demuchlet, Mutter, Betash, Shemitah. You want to tell me that somebody who is Muchlet, he is Tame right now. Confirm Tama. That's Muchlet. He's Behechlet. He's Tame. So remember, the mukhlat mutter betasha mita, mutter to his wife. In says the Mari, yes. Vatanya, we're going to learn, again, according to some shitas, Vyasha mechutzla oil shivas yamim, that he has to sit. This is talking about zaistia, teras ha mitzairah, beyond tarasai. This is as the mitzairah goes through the tara process in Parshish mitzairah. So Vyasha mechutzla oil shivas yamim, shei asr betasha shamita, vein oil le ishta, shenem alech, amr lehem, shubulachem loyalehem. So we see loyalechem. So when did we say that there's an isr to be with your wife? Whilst, whilst one is going through the Torah tar- process. So the, inf- the, the mashmas is that before that, you are tar. What it comes before you go through the Torah process? You're tame. So we see that somebody who's tame behechet is mother to their wife. It's only once you start the Torah process do you become aser. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, he learns it from a little bit of a different pasuk. Same idea though. Shivas yamim yisperu So he learns it as a deal. Only yimei sfirasai, not yimei chalutai. Okay, are you going to be usher to your wife? Again, only whilst, whilst you are counting your seven tahar days. Okay, next. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, he argues. He argues on this whole concept. So our Gemara Rebbe, which was saying, Nirin divrei Rebbe, that you're going to be mutter to your wife if during the time when you're tahar. Rebbe is not going like Rabbi Yehuda. He's going like either the Tanakam or Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, who learn that you are tahar when it's when you you are sorry you are mutter to your wife when you are a confirmed mitzayra, usher while you're going through the tahar process. Yehuda argues so he says zayin yimei he says uh, of course yes the pasuk says you're usher to your wife while you're going through the tahar process but of course you are going kavachaymer you're going to be usher to your wife when you are chalut when you're confirmed mitzayra. Bamer of Rav Chia says like this, this is a kasha, I have a kasha, Rav Chia says I have a kasha, Rav Chia says I have a kasha, Rav so again, how do we know that Rebbe holds like the Manda Amrim, who say that you're only usher to your wife while you're going through the Torah process, but when you are a confirmed Mitzvah, you're going to be mutter. Why? Because, says Rav Chia, Danti lefnei Rebbe, Lamad to Rabbeinu. Says Rebbe, come and explain to this to us. Yaisam loy haya loy luuzio el chalutai. That Yaisam was the father uh, uh, I'm sorry, was the son of Uziyo. Now, Uziyo was a Mitzrayah for the last uh, 25 years of his reign, and he reigned for 52 years. In year 27, he becomes a Mitzrayah. Okay? And that condition persists with him throughout his life. And he, in the 52nd year of his reign, he dies. His son, who's now 25, takes over. So we see from here, if you just put the math together, that he must have been conceived when he was a Mitzrayah. So if you're telling me, how could Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda say that it's usher to be with a Mitzrayah, Uziyahu was a Mitzrayah, and if we just count the numbers, he gave birth at that point. Must be he was with his wife. So we see that a confirmed Mitzrayah is allowed to be with his wife. So Amar Loi, what did Rabbi, Rabbi respond to Rabbi Chia? Good kasha. Afani, kachamarti. Yeah, I agree with you. 
that a Mitzrayim Mochot is allowed to be with his wife. So we see Rabbi holds a Mitzrayim Mochot is allowed to be with his wife. He holds like that. Now, um, Tysus tries to answer, Tysus answers for Yehuda that if you play with the years, you're right, that in that, if you count the years, but at the beginning of the year, he wasn't a Mitzrayim, that's when he got pregnant and it was only later in the year and that's, that's how Yehuda would have Rebbeisi would have a little bit of a different calculation. Now, Michael Mithli, what's the Machlekes? Rebbeisi Rebbeuda Savar Gali Rachmana Bimei Sefiroi. That the Torah told you Bimei Sefiroi, you're also to your wife. The Kol Shekei Bimei Chalutai. You're in a worse situation when you're on the mend. You're much better off than when you're a confirmed Mitzrayim. Umar Savar Ma'ad Gali Gali Ma'ad Gali 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 Gali. And this is where we'll stop. That no, that it told us specifically, and therefore we can learn a dia that it's only this time that you're going to be also to your wife. The other time you're going to be mutter to your wife. Mutter to your wife. We'll get back. We'll just finish up the dinim again. Tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna just get back to this concept that uh, I address lightly, which is how do we know that it's up to the kain to decide, right? That the kain has uh, has decision power, okay, um, to push off seeing or not. So to So to review, we started off saying, we said there was a machlekes between Tanakama or uh, Rabbi Huda was uh, quoted as a chachamim. Just going back to the last Mishnah of Mistei uh, Elon, we said, of course, both Stei Elon and Kedarka, you can get rid of the rodents. Kedarka, uh, there was a machlekes when it came to stay love. On Tanakama held, you can get rid of the rodents. Kedarka, Rabbi Huda said that you don't do it. Kedarka, okay, what did we say is Kedarka? That is, you dig a hole Okay, and st- stick a trap into it. What is Shalai Kedarkai? Okay, so again, according to Rashi, you hammer down with a stick and you crush the rodents in their hole. According to the other Rishinim, uh, you hammer down with a stick and then put a, it's a question of the digging. Okay, um, next. Um, then we said, we said, by the way, this whole problem of getting rid of, according to Rabbi Yehuda, saying that you're, you, you have to, have to have to have a shinoi to get rid of the rodents on a stay lovin because it's not such a dire situation. That is only if the stay lovin is next to a house or something like that. But if the stay lovin is next to a stay elon where rodents would be a dire situation, then you could even get rid of them. Kedarkai, okay, playing with fire. Next, we said you're allowed to fix a fence on b'mayi. So Rabbi Yosef says, how do you fix a fence? Behutzavadafna. You can't go ahead and do cement work, masonry. You can do it v'hutzavadafna. And <coughs> the, in the, Mish, in the Masnisa, we brought a Brisa, which said that what do you do? You lay rocks, but you just don't cement the rocks together. Again, so it's some temporary measure. Rav Chisna said, by the way, this is only for the chutzr of Agina, where you're just trying to prevent little theft, petty theft of your vegetables. But if it's for the chutzr of your garden, you're allowed to build a real fence. We tried to bring a raya from the case of where it's a kind of a leaning fence or a falling fence where we said that you're allowed to go ahead and knock it down and build it. And we said, no, Raya, that's because it's a sakana. Trying to bring a kasha or a chista, only when it's a sakana are you allowed to build it. We said, no, only when it's a sakana are you allowed to destroy it and rebuild it. Why, do you, why are we allowed to allow you to destroy it and rebuild it? I mean, just destroy it. That gets rid of the sakana. We said, because if we tell you to destroy your fence and leave your property exposed, you're not going to do it <coughs> to get rid of the sakana unless we allow you to rebuild it. Okay? Either way, we, tr- we said, and you know what? From our Mishnah, it makes sense, like Rav is saying, that our whole Mishnah, which talked about repairing a fence by money, must be talking about a gina. Why? Because the other part was saying you could build bishvias. Now, of course, I can build a fence around my chatzar bishvias. Nothing to do with fields, nothing to do with shvias. So LMI, from the fact that we're coming to tell you you're allowed to build, it's even though you're putting a fence around something that's supposed to be hefker, and you might have a problem with it, you're trying to guard your pay, it looks like you're trying to guard your, your produce, right? Your tvua, your stuff. On Shemitah, Kamash will allow you to do it. So we see, what are we talking about? A fence of a gina. Okay, then we got into the concept of Mitzayra. So we had a machlekes 
Remeir and Reb Yesi, will we call the Kayin in? Okay, Rabbi said, Rava said to explain the Machlekes, the whole Machlekes is um, only in a limited case. Meaning when the guy's Tahar, then you don't call the Kayin in. Anyway, the guy's in a good state, okay? Don't, don't mess with it. Just push the Kayin off a week. Sometimes we're allowed to push off. Well, again, we'll see that in tomorrow's time. When the guy is in Hesker Risha, and you might as well call him in, because worst case scenario, you continue with the quarantine. Best case scenario, you're Tahar. Okay? And so the whole, what's the whole Machlekes? Behesker Shani. Right, when you're in your final end of the road quarantine, you gotta make a decision, Tara or Tame. Okay, what do you do? There was a machlekes, okay? Um, and the initial way of understanding before we got to Rebbe was Rebbe was saying that, according to our mayor, call him in. If it's good news, great. If it's bad news, we'll tell the client to keep quiet. And Rebbe says, no, you, once you call the client in, you gotta listen to what he says, good news or bad news. That was in the way Rebbe explained the, the sugya. Then we had in Rebbe, Okay, and the way we explained Rebbe was that Rameyer, no, you're going to listen to what he says either way. So we have conflicting versions of Rameyer. Do we, uh, of, 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 we have conflicting versions of Rebbe. Rebbe says that Niren divrei Rameyer be muskar, divrei rev yoisi be mochlot. So we said that is on the, on the tzad of Tzavsa, right, the company, the ishtay of his wife is better. So again, if he's a muskar right now, so if we say he's going to be muskar right now, he's good, he's, he can hang out with his friends, but he's also to his wife. So since being with your wife is better, if we say Tahar Lamaisa, he's going to be happy, even though he becomes also to his wife, um, even though Tahar, Tahar is going to also to his wife, he's also to his wife now anyway, so he doesn't lose anything. And, um, and, and uh, he's going to be happy for being Tahar. And if we Lamaisa say he's Tami, yeah, or if, if we Lamaisa say he is, um, sorry, if he is currently Beheskar, he's also to his wife. If we tell him he's Tami, he's not going to be Mutter to his wife. So tame, Tahar is good news, or no worse news. Tameh is good news. Now he's but to his wife. Tzav said the Ishtai Aldif. Okay, and therefore, if he's Muska, we're going we're gonna to go ahead, Niran Divrei Rameyer, we're going to go ahead and call the Kayin in and listen to what he says no matter what. Niran Divrei Reb Yesi B'Mukhlat, we say because if he's a Tameh Mukhlat, okay, um, right now he's muttered to his wife. If the Kayin comes in and says Tahar, then he'll become usher to his wife throughout the Tara process. He comes usher to his wife. And that's bad news because Sivsa Okay, that's that version of Rebbe. The second version of Rebbe says that, no, the hanging out with your friends is better. To hang out with the guys. Okay, and therefore, when you're telling me, yes, I'm, 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 usher to, I'm mutter to my wife right now. So the Kayin walks in. He says, if he says, Tahar, great, I can be with my buddies. I get it, I'm usher to my wife, but better to be with the buddies. Okay, and if he comes and says, Tame, I'm no worse than I am now anyways. Okay, so might as well near mayor b'muchlet and near rabbi b'musgar. When you're b'musgar, meaning right now Rashi holds that you're allowed to hang out with your guys. You don't have to go mechutz samachana yet, unless you're a tummy muchlet. And therefore, um, when it comes to rabbi you're in a good situation right now. We don't want to take the chance of a muskar. We don't want to take the chance of the kain walking in and saying you're tummy. Now you become aser on your buddies. Sivso da alma adif. Okay, and therefore near and rabbi be muskar in this version. Okay, and we said, where do we see this concept that is a pretty strange concept, which is that when you're Tame Tame, you're mutter to your wife. When you're Tahar, you're also to your wife. We learn it from the Pesach, and we say that Rebbe, and we saw from the version of Rebbe because Rebbe came to ask, how could you say that you're also to your wife? How do you figure out the timeline with Yosem and Uziyo? So Rebbe said, I agree with you. Okay, however they answer, I agree with you. So we see that Rebbe subscribes to either Tanakam or Rebbe Yehuda that you are only usher whilst in the Tahara process, but when you are, ta- when you are a Mitzvah Mukhlet, you are a Mitzvah to your wife.